This is episode 212 of We Were Gamers, a podcast directly off the top of your head like that. I'm just that good, Andrew. Hey, JJ. How are you, buddy? I'm all right, man. Michael's here. Hey, everybody. We're back to a podcast. Guys, I'm a little tired. Uh, I got one more turned yesterday. Oh, you Uh foolish. Opened sieve (laughs) past a certain point of night. It's directly to the sadness bin the next day. Look, we'll get into Civ 6 later, but there was a moment in that game where a little toast shows up on the bottom right corner, and it told me, your victory is imminent. (laughs) Ha ha, you fool. Oh, God. It must have been 20 turns of imminent. Maybe more. I don't remember. It's all Depending a blur. on which victory you're going for. Wait, all, we'll talk about it. It's all a blur. Welcome back. <laughs> this is a podcast. Um, hey, uh, before we get going, we I may have already ended. I will have ended, I think, by the time we release this, I guess. But I wanted to shout out itch.io for their, uh, what would you call it? package it's is it the bundle for racial equality and justice that one they deserve credit for getting that put together to donate to NAACP and uh keep an eye out maybe they can put something else together to keep helping in modern america you know what i mean i just want to throw that out there at the beginning like even if you don't like the even if you don't like most of the games, there are 1,361 things. Not all of them are games. Some of them are like interactive art pieces and stuff, I guess, in this. For a minimum contribution of $5, or you can pay more. That's just insane value. Like It doesn't even matter what the stuff is or where it goes. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> you'll find something in there that you like. Yeah, I hope it's It's only going. a bonus that it goes to like an amazing cause. Yeah. And I, my guess is they raised, I think oh, they've already raised $5 million with this. Uh, they are over $7.8 million as of me looking at this webpage. Okay, there you go. I didn't do the research. I should have in this instance. Um, I had to do the research to remember. <laughs> the name of it. Yeah, it's a long name. Uh, I, my guess is with the success of that, they'll do something else. So keep an eye on itch.io. Good, good charity, good causes, stuff like that. Um, gentlemen, behold, I need to take sir. this in a different direction for a second. I was listening to the Giant Bomb cast, competitors to this podcast. <laughs> Just... the, the Giant Bomb cast or the Giant Beast cast? Bomb cast. Mm hmm. They cover a lot more news than we do, but um, not to advertise another podcast, but they got into a discussion. And since this is now a food-based podcast, I thought we should bring the discussion here. (laughs) Ooh, okay. How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And Hmm. and And if you don't have a particular method, I can walk through the steps that they all argued about if you'd like it to go that way instead. So I I do have a method. Oh uh, dang! For making okay. peanut butter and jelly. Go for it. Um, and it's it's nothing fancy, but I always do the jelly first. Oh, this is criminal. So no. okay, hold on though, hold on though. Yeah, no, go ahead, Michael. I want to hear because you. I always do the jelly first because it is much easier to get to only use one knife and to get the jelly off of that knife onto the other piece of bread before sticking it into the jar of peanut butter. Okay, as as a question. Then does the peanut butter go on top of the jelly or on the other slice? On the other slice. The only way to do it. You have to put the peanut butter and the jelly on separate pieces of bread. It it would be Uh, a mess trying to do on the same piece. Some people were... Maybe maybe jelly on top of the peanut butter, but then you have to just like scoop it out and then spread it. Yep. Uh, Some people were adamant that all your stuff had to go on one side on the bomb cast, JJ. No, I agree. No, yeah. So, start to finish here. Toast or no toast? No toast. For a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Uh Uh-huh. No, I'm not toasting it. 
So I've found in, if with thin bread, I want a little toast on it. Thick I mean, I'm not out here telling you you can't do it. I'm just saying that I'm not going to do it. Okay. And I, I have done it for like fancy PB and J before, but sure. regular, just peanut no, butter jelly. No toast. No okay. Straight cut or diagonal cut? I rarely cut because I'm lazy, but I, <laughs> if I had to, it would probably be straight. Yeah. Mine's the same way. If I cut it, it's straight. Cut before or after it's put together. What? What? That's again, you're talking about like this is some kind of psychopath trying to put together a sandwich here. You why put, don't you just why don't you just put mayonnaise on it while you're at it? What are you talking about? Why would you cut the bread separately? You two separate pieces of bread, you I cut have, them both in half and then I you have, put the two halves mix and match together. I have the doing? answer for you on Cats that. Cats and dogs living together. I pre-cut <laughs> I pre-cut all my bread. Why? So what that possible w- reason? So that when I'm cutting it, it doesn't squeeze all the jelly out the side. No. Get, no. Yeah. Stop. No. A, number one, A. If that's the problem, stop using so much jelly. Number two, <laughs> that's get just silly. Knife. Just get no. Yeah, get a sharper knife. There you go. <laughs> that's true. I could get a sharper knife. But as to your point... Don't, don't use the bread on. knife to cut... That's the, what I'm saying, right? The, uh, so The butter, the that's jelly what knife. what I'm saying. To to, in an don't effort to use only one knife... I was using my knife that I was cutting, that I was spreading with. This is why you don't cut it. <laughs> you just say, eat it. That's how you solve that problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people in my family need it cut into smaller pieces, or it ends up all over the plate, the floor, the face, the, the chest. Okay, look. We're not talking about your kids' peanut butter and jelly. Oh, no, I was talking about like, mine. <laughs> oh, you need it cut into smaller pieces because it's going to end up all over the place? Again, stop putting so much jelly on it, Andrew. What are you doing? <laughs> I tried today. I made PB and J's and I tried to put it, the jelly on the peanut butter. And I thought that that was a disaster because people on the bomb cast were very, very adamant about putting the jelly on the peanut butter. Which episode was this man? I, I very need to go listen to this yeah, argument. It was recent-ish. Recent-ish. Okay. at the just... end when they do the emails anyway. Okay. Uh, oh, that's just some of the, the some of the opinions on there were no. pretty criminal. That's bad. That's bad. Anyone who does that is bad. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm sure you're a good person, but you're bad at peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was your I, food I, minute. I. Why do we do food crimes on this podcast? <laughs> food cri- I like the addition of food crimes. I really do. Oh, I had I had another one for you guys. We have time for more food crimes is what I'm saying. Oh. Do we want to do one more? Yes. Sure. This, I don't know why I'm an, suggesting myself to this. This one's not a crime. This is another opinion poll. It a could or, be a, a crime. Well, it was it was inspired by a very confusing delivery truck that I saw on the way home. Um, and the name of the restaurant was Impanada Man Pizzeria. <laughs> so yeah, digest that for a second. But it got me to thinking, if you had to pick one, Impanada or Calzone. Okay, hold on. Is Impanada Man one word? Or hyphenated. No, two, I think it was two words. Empanada, oh, wow. man, man, pizzeria. Because, like, if it was empanada dash man, I'd be like, "All right, I'm into that empanada man." He's trying to be a superhero. Yeah, man. he's empanada man, and he's dishing out pizzas. I Pizza, I guess. I yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Or I guess calzones, apparently, because he's just folding the pizza over and making yeah. an empanada out of it. You put different, slightly different topping. Well, it's not, it's not, empanadas are not the same dough. There's no way. No. no. The dough yeah, that's it. the wrong kind, right? You yeah. just gotta use pastry dough. Yeah. Or flaky. Okay, dough so anyway than pizza what crust. was your vote? Empanada or calzone? Or pizza or calzone? Empanada, which would you, which would you choose if you could only pick one, empanada or calzone? Whew contextless pick here or like is there a situation uh i didn't have a situation so feel free to give it context if that will help Uh, a variety of empanadas probably makes them win because also other things are like an empanada like a samosa yeah i i like calzones though i'm not against them but what is the benefit of a calzone other over a pizza other than less mess and more grease. Yeah, I mean, look, I, it, the choice isn't calzone or pizza, because I'm going to take pizza. The choice is calzone or empanada. 
Right. I, I mean, I guess you're right because there's like 500 different types of empanadas you can have, and right, 99 of them are going to be great. So. And and there's only like one good calzone out there. And I, I and mean, if I choose empanada, there? I can you still can have put pizza. most of that in a calzone, right? Uh, yeah. um, well, well. <laughs> oh, is this issue that like there's only one good pizza now? Is that what you're saying? No, no. There's good. There's lots of good pizza. In fact, I think there's better pizzas than you do because you don't like some of the pizzas I like. Yeah, because you put pineapple on it. It's gross. Pineapple Ooh. on a pizza is a good thing. It's not the only good the thing. There's no there's there's no world where it's bad. But I I understand not choosing it. It's fine. There's other pizzas. I will eat almost any pizza. Yeah. But there are some pizzas that just don't translate to a calzone. So that there's an advantage. Sure, like the pineapple ones. Right, sure. I wouldn't eat a pineapple. I would not eat a Hawaiian. I don't know. Calzone. Now that no. I'm thinking about no. it. <laughs> That's going to get real. That Those... Those pineapple pieces That'd are going to be really sad. Exactly. It would be a soggy cheese. mess, right? That's going to be a yeah. mess of a calzone. So no, no, empanada, empanada. Yeah. I think empanada is the right answer here. Because you can get savory ones and sweet ones. Now I know why he's empanada man pizzeria. He did the same process. He said, should I make calzones? And then he said, no. I, I don't should. know how this became a choice, though. It's not like it's the same. <laughs> he goes out and buys pizza dough. He's like, guess I'm making empanadas out of this. Like, no. <laughs> I really... Is it just like a Mexican place that decided to make pizza on the side? Is that what happened? I, I really want to know now. I haven't actually looked them up yet. I, there are more than one pizzeria that I have thought that that is what's happened. You know what I mean? The pizzeria place became a Mexican place? Wait. The other way around. Oh, oh, oh. Like, it could this be. place wasn't a pizzeria, and then all of a sudden they were just making pizzas, and then the, the, then the world turned on its head and they were pizza people. You know what I mean? Could hmm. be. Maybe. I think, yeah, I think that's how oh. before. Uh-oh. So, I, I pulled up their menu because I was curious. Oh, no. And they have... I'm looking for the oh there are the empanadas okay so they have a regular section of pizzas okay and then they have an even bigger section of Argentinian pizzas which is an empanada no they are pizzas but all of the um, ingredients look like they are inspired by Argentinian dishes and ingredients yeah okay and then no empanadas. No, there's a there's a whole separate section of the menu for empanadas. Okay, so they do make both. Interesting yeah, that the I mean, pizza got tacked onto this menu. Like I here's what happened Wild. to this guy. This guy opened an Argentinian restaurant. <laughs> then he had like the idea this. of like the origin story. Uh-huh. Yeah. He had a lot of empanadas in the menu and it was kinda like okay business but not great, which is true for the empanada place by me. There's hardly ever anyone in there. But they make decent empanadas. Then he was like, you know, there's other ditches in Argentina, and I could turn them into weird pizzas that people might come and they were attracted for. And then, because he had to put the word pizza in it, so many people were calling him through Yelp that he had to add the regular pieces, too, because people were all pissed off. And now he probably sells more pepperoni pizza than empanadas. Well, but he also has, like, a big menu of sub sandwiches, a big menu of pasta. Oh, boy. This is menu it, is... I like Andrew's headcanon. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. That's my headcanon. Empanada Man headcanon. And there's the episode. Mm-hmm. Title. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> that, one, that one wrote itself. Awesome. Okay, food crimes are over. Uh, we haven't done a homeowner's minute in a while. Does networking count as homeowning? Yeah, kind of. The adulting minute. Michael it's got a, a little word, bit of this. Yeah. Michael yeah, got tell us uh, tell the people about some uh, crimping cables. So uh, last time this podcast talked about crimping cables, I was very successful at it. JJ, having yeah, gotten a I remember. Su- suggestion from you. I terminated a bunch of cables into wall patch connectors. Mm-hmm. It was very easy. They had inside the connector what cable went where. Uh, you lined them up. You p- pushed them down with the little knife thing, and the connector mm-hmm. pushed it all together for you. It cut the, you know, it did all the work. It was really easy. Uh, overall, I messed it up once. Whatever. 
So today or this past weekend, um, we've had to rearrange the house a bit and noticed that our Wi-Fi is not reaching the other side of the house. I've had to add a wireless access point, which is its own story for another time. <laughs> not working so great. But uh, to do that, I decided, hey, I got all this Cat 6. Let's crimp the correct length cables and use the Cat 6 to connect to the Cat 6 and get all these things connected right. Boy, oh boy, is it not the same <laughs> as doing the terminals. Oh, you mean doing the like, doing front the, uh, sides? The, what do you call them? I don't want to call them male connectors, but I guess that's the well, best. Well, maybe that's what they are. There's yeah. the... There's the wall socket, and then the thing that plugs into the wall socket with the little clippy top. Right, right. That would be the yeah. quote-unquote male end. If anyone has yeah. a better name for that end, podcastrewardgamers.com, and I will say that instead. I believe that that is what those are called. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, terminology-wise, that's generally what people go with. I don't know. If there's some sort of replacement in this day and age, I'm fine with being told that it's different. Moving on. I bought pass-through connectors, JJ. Why? Because Oh, they... wait. Okay, never mind. Yes, sorry. I forgot. I thought for a second. Never mind. Yeah, pass okay. through. Okay. They looked easier. And yeah, now, probably. Now that I know what I'm doing, I'm pretty sure they are easier. They are easier. So I did my first one backward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I didn't realize the direction that it wanted me to put the end into the crimper. So all the wires were the wrong way. Gotta pay attention. The second one I did okay, but if you look inside the connector, you can see the wires are a little bit bunched up. And when I was doing it, I was putting each color through the hole that they pass through before they get crimped and cut one at a time. And it created kind of a mess inside the thing but they crimped down okay and that cable actually works but then i realized uh messy inside the connector doesn't matter yeah it doesn't really matter as long as it crimps onto the jacket right right um i got the boots on there correctly and everything and then i realized that i had looked at the wrong wiring diagram and i had used i had used b instead of a and my 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 30 foot runs are all a you just made ones that don't that don't connect now <laughs> they connect okay uh but according to my reading there's extra interference for having the wrong terminals on each end you yeah, want them to be straight over, past right if you go over certain distances you'll end yeah. up with problems like that so then uh being a little bit distracted i redid them and uh did the thing where i did b on one side and a on the other because i forgot i hadn't re-terminated one of them anyway it's been kind of a chore but i'm to the point now, JJ. Mm-hmm. I pull those cables out of the jacket. I get them all lined up perfectly, nice and straight, mm-hmm. and I can shove them all through the pass through all at the same time. They come out the other end, no problem. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> it's been a process, and it took me about a day to learn. Not gonna lie, it probably took me way longer than that when I first learned how to crimp cables like that. And I, we didn't have no pass throughs, so we. <laughs> Getting dangly little fiddly ends, trying to get them into those little slots, and then yeah, then, then, hope then that it was hard. Crimp and then the hold case it, down, hold it down, right? Then get the get it in the crimper, and then go ah before it slides out and right like, yeah. uphill both ways. Yes. It was uphill both ways in the in snow. The Back in my day, you whippersnappers <laughs> were on my porch. Yeah. When I read about the pass through like versus the regular, I was like, "There's no way this pass through thing isn't easier." It is easier. It's absolutely easier, and no the cables way. are equally as good at the end of the day. So who cares? Like you should just do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the invention of that pass-through thing after I stopped working at the place where I was doing that made me angry retroactively <laughs> at the hours of my life I had wasted crimping cables. I just really like, love that like the first time I crimped a cable, I thought I had to strip the interior wires. No. Yeah, I know. I, I spent I spent lots of time with my fingernails getting them. It actually makes it worse doing that. It, it sure does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's your networking minute. I've been working a lot on my NAS storage, spending hour or two every night trying to migrate the files and things like that over to a new storage device. You should just leave the computer on overnight and just copy everything. Yeah, but I don't want everything. 
And it's all very disorganized. Anyway. Can't help you with that then. I understand. So somebody bring me out of my malaise and tell me what they've been up to. Well, there are video games to talk about. Do we want to talk about video games? Uh, Yeah, let's do that. Oh, you want to do announcements? Want to do announcements? Is that what we're talking about? Video games? Your video video games or announced video games? Both. Okay, you pick. So uh, yeah, there were a bunch. There were a bunch of like trailers and stuff that dropped over this. Uh, this right time after period, our podcast. Our last, right after. Yep. Yeah. They they started doing some uh, summer of gaming stuff, and there are streams from a bunch of different places. Uh, PlayStation did a whole thing. Uh, they revealed the new PlayStation Five console. Yeah. And uh, if people should go. F- See if you can find a picture of it that isn't a joke. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> good, to do. Good luck. <laughs> am I? Am I? Give everyone a second to pull it up on their phone and take a look. Okay. Uh, but wow, <laughs> I want to know. Wild looking, okay. you guys. <laughs> I want to know how it lays down. It does. There are laying down pictures of it. Let me find one. Okay, you got to find one of those because I've only seen the pictures of it standing as memes. The best one I saw was somebody putting the Eye of Sauron on the top of it. Yes, that one is very good. I, or the one that put Seto Kaiba's head on top of it is also really, really I good. I would like yeah. to know what it looks like lying down because I'm not certain that oh, I hate one it. One sec, one sec. It's odd. It's an odd shape. And the outer shell being like wavy and... And not connecting to the inner shell, and it being uh, off weight, the bottom is thicker than the top, and not connected over there. It's odd shape. I don't know that I dislike it a ton. I don't hate that. So now that you've seen that, I'll tell you, my favorite was a comment that said the PS5 looks like a publicly funded hockey arena with poor sight lines. That's part of a downtown revitalization project. That's really just a real estate investment scheme. <laughs> this is what the pond's <laughs> going to look like when they redo it. Yeah, because it looks like a duck <laughs> bill when it's lying down. It is wild looking who does and the best thing i like so i posted two images here one of the both of the console lying down one without the disc drive and one with the disc drive mm-hmm. if you watch the console uh, when you see the pictures of it standing up right it the lines are kind of sleek on both sides it looks like it's there and then the one with the disc drive is like ah dang we had to make a disc drive <laughs> uh bulge <laughs> just like completely tacked on looking and silly compared with the other one the new xbox has a disk drive yeah they both do i don't know and i, I sus- just who's I gonna be the first xbox one to is gonna offer one of these without it as well yeah like, why not you think right? this is the last can... half step of like this is the last year a disk drive is going to be in it and the next the playstation 6 and the xbox 2 one depends on how they sell X1. right one i don't how do if you they even... charge 50 bucks less for the no disc one and everyone buys it They'll it, stop making or them. if the other way, right? It's fifty bucks more, and everyone buys the disc one anyway. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I I think your f- comment about the hockey arena is very funny, but it is good. <laughs> I don't hate. I don't hate it as much as the internet hates it. Oh, I don't know that I hate it. I just think it is like it's odd. really odd looking. Yeah, it's weird that it comes in white initially, rather than revealing that it comes in like five colors. So that's my guess of where they go with this is that they they show a uh, a version that's like, oh, you can also get it. Yes, the Seto Kaiba one. <laughs> I love that people jump into our chat with that stuff. So good. Oh, um, man. Thank you. The the uh, they reveal later. Oh, it also comes with these fins in black, but also you can get them in blue and playstation logos and yeah right a picture of your favorite game on it or, or whatever right like or like where's the reveal that uh hey these plates are removable and you can like get art plates so something. i think they're not removable right i think that's the the thing here is okay they're built this way they kind of look like the little struts in between them like it's like a fan under there or something mm. 
I uh, wonder if it's for cooling somehow. That's like a really wild way to design a cooler for yeah, your system. Yeah, it's kind of strange. But... Yeah, it looks I like wonder. It, it looks like it was designed by a design firm and not a not their not a... internal team. Yeah, I think the thing I wonder about this most: how are you going to clean this, man? Ooh. Well, this is why I was it's asking if it impossible. lies. If that's why I was asking if it lies down. Because first of all, who stands? I mean, I maybe I stood up my PS2. But now I'd, I can't. I don't have the space to stand stuff up anymore. It doesn't look nice. They're usually in a cabinet. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't want to harp on its looks too much. Were there any good gay-looking games to you guys? Uh, yeah, there were a couple. Um, probably tops for me was the uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh yeah, yeah. Now yeah. that we're all gonna get the to tr- play Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Maybe. Whenever they finally release it, what the heck? When is it coming out? Tell us. Uh, you have Summer. a PlayStation. You can play it, don't you? I do have a PlayStation. Yeah, I you could, could play, play it. Uh, and it's on sale right now, actually, for like 10 bucks. The but deluxe what edition. what if I got the sweet version on PC? That cost you 50 at, <laughs> And it ran at a consistent and good frame rate. Oh, is that part of the uh, review of that system? Not so good on oh, the Also, that's the... That is the review of every PS4 game that has come out in the last like three or four oh, years. It's like, hmm, are you running it on the Pro? Maybe a mm, little odd on the frame rates usually. I see. Okay. Like Even God of War does that, and that's bummer. a bummer. Well, I didn't see any. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, now we're getting controller pictures in our chat. I like it. Okay. The... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's the white. I think the problem with this system is the white. Right? I really like they wish were, they had said that if, this comes in colors. People would not be harping on it if they had re- if they had revealed it with all these lines and stuff. But it was just black on black on black. Would anyone care? No, no. Yeah. Although the disc bulge is pretty funny. <laughs> when someone pointed that out to me on the internet, I was like. Oh my god, it is. Like they literally designed it the one way and then someone was like, "Where does the disc go, dude?" And the guy was like, "Uh, <laughs> oh." Uh. <laughs> well, that's the kind of thing where like the the president of the company asked that question. And yeah, it's like, got here's, all the, the, here's the here's the design presentation to Mr. Sony CEO or whatever. And the guys like, "So where do we uh where are we putting the discs, guys?" <laughs> They're like, "Uh-huh. uh-huh um <laughs> Yeah. They just draw us with a sharpie on the picture. <laughs> uh, any PS5 games that you saw in there, other than like, I mean, Spider Man so looks good, but so that so that Spider Man Miles Morales game looks like really dope. I'm guessing um, that's a Spider Man. They're taking the engine from the last Spider Man. I think I read okay. that it's not even a full game on it in its own right, that it's an add-on to the previous one. Well, so it'll be its own both game of, release, right? Well, so, uh, Michael, there was a controversy about that. Michael is correct to have noticed, but the resolution to it is is that it was uh, like they did with the... There was another. There was an infamous game at one point that did this, where it, it was like, hey, it's the same open world, but we've made a new game with it, basically. Yeah, okay. right, okay. yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's its own product. Or like Uncharted Lost Legacy was like... This, this is like... It's, like, it's not GTA. a numbered sequel, right? But like, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't remake the city. It's not all brand new. It's remember, a bunch of reused stuff. Remember when story GTA... is all new. GTA 3? Yeah. There's a GTA 3 that was also GTA Vice City and GTA San Andreas. And they were all the same engine and game, but they just kind of redid it. This is probably yeah. even less than that because you use the same city, I, I would think. Yeah. And you just tell a different story. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, definitely a, I, I think, so that, that Miles Morales game looks super dope. Uh, I, I'm really excited for that. And when they revealed that, I actually was like, when I saw that trailer, I was like pumping my hands. I was like, yes, <laughs> finally the Spider-Man I like better. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, especially after Into the Spider-Verse, I'm like, yes, give me Miles. So... Uh, I also really liked uh, they showed a very short teaser for the Demon's Souls remaster. So it is a remaster. Yes. Okay. And it and the trailer and the like people did some side by sides of like 
shots from the trailer and shot from the actual like game. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, they got like, it's not the same. <laughs> the dude, like they, they redid the art quite a bit. It's not like they just took it and, you know, turned the polygon polygon count up, you know? Right. It, it's definitely like a, Hey, they reinterpreted some of this. Hey, I agree with some people online that are like, it doesn't look as good as the originals in terms of like the art direction, but no one can lie and say that like the amazing light lighting and all of the crazy, like extra detail and fidelity doesn't look like really, really good. Like you can see the light reflecting off the armors of the knights and stuff. And you know, it does the, the, the light filtering and down from above into a dungeon thing. It's, yeah, it, looks it's, sharp. it looks really good. And that game was dope on PS3, even though it ran bad there also. You can emulate that game on PC with the PS3 emulator, I guess, and run it at 4K 60, apparently. (laughs) And even if you take the 4K upscaled version and compare it to this, this looks way better than that even, just in terms of, like, fidelity. So, you know, being generous and giving the 4K comparison, it still looks way better, so... I'm excited for that. That's probably the most excited I am for a thing on that. Uh, but what else did they show on they that? Show, uh, they're bringing so back a lot of old games, too. Like Oddworld and Ratchet. Oh, yep. yeah, that Ratchet game looked pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't know. We'll so see. much stuff blowing up all at once, man. <laughs> Hitman? Like, oh, yeah, Hitman 3. I am actually excited for that. That's one of the ones that is also coming to PC, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Who knew I would care about the story in a Hitman game? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that should be fun because like uh, the only thing you I want uh, anyway out of those Hitman games, yeah, the story is good and I do like the story. But I just want more dumb toys in my weird system sandbox. <laughs> like, make the things interact more. You know, let me push the table over and have the guard wonder why the table is out of place and that kind of stuff. Um. So hopefully that enables them to do that kind of stuff. That would be very cool. Uh, I think yeah, there that's... were there were a couple that were just sort of teased cinematics that I wanna I want to see more about. Uh, the one from Square Enix, Project Athea. Yeah, what are uh, you what are you doing, Square Enix? It's, it's, what it's project in the name? Come on, get out of here with that. Put give a real it, game it, name. They did the it's same for Octopath Traveler, right? Yeah, it had a. It was Project Octopath. <laughs> it just. Just call if you don't have the name that you want to name it, then just don't just come up with the name. <laughs> it can't be the name is undecided up until like the month before release or something. That's ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. It looks cool though. I don't know. We know nothing about it. It was just like a cinematic tease and some words. Yeah. And then uh, that and uh, Pragmata was another one like that. I thought that game was a Kojima game when they showed the trailer. Not it gonna really lie. looked like it, didn't it? It was like a guy in a weird spacesuit, and then a little girl who's not in a spacesuit, and he like reaches down to talk to her, and then they're flying in space, and the girl doesn't have a spacesuit on, but it seems to be fine. There was and a lot reality, of there was a lot weird. of spacesuit horror games. I think that Returnal one was also spacesuit horror. Yeah, there were also yeah. a couple of like time loop games, Returnal and Death Loop. Oh yeah, that Deathloop game. Yeah. Does any of this make you want to go get a PS5 at launch? No. It makes me hope they launch some of these on PC. Yep, that's about the same opinion I had. That's kind of a bummer too. It's like I don't think either one of these consoles is one of those and looking at the Xbox lineup that they revealed a little while back and I'm kind of just like, "Meh." Well, also, also, does it, I don't know about you guys, but it can, made me a little concerned that they are releasing it this holiday and there is still no price. And also, the lot of these games are 2021. A lot of them. Several of them, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Several of the big name ones, for sure. I mean, and for the, a holiday launch, you can forgive that, right? If it comes out at Christmas time. But if it comes out at Christmas time and there's like three games to play, people are going to be like, uh, no. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's weird, man. I don't, you know, uh, the thing I saw, which is the uh, the it's a picture of like the the you know the the cowboy standoff with both Microsoft and Sony having their guns pointed at each other and saying you pull first or whatever, <laughs> and it's like you tell us the price first, no you. Like it's just, and you know, meanwhile the players are standing on the side being like, what are you guys doing? 
Um, but yeah, I really think that's literally what it is. Like Sony doesn't want to say the price first. Uh, as I, I think it's going to be expensive. I don't I know how they're going to get away with it not being. I think both of them want to charge $600 and they don't know how to or more. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they would love to charge $600, right? But I think if you say the console's coming out and it's $599.99 and people are going to be like, LOL, no. <laughs> hey, uh, I could build you a computer for a few bucks more than that. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not going to get a computer under $599, but no, yeah. you're also going to get a way more powerful machine for, you know, your 1000 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like the depressing thing is the like good state of the art ray tracing computers and stuff. You know, your high end GPUs are already ahead of where this console is. Oh yeah, you know. And yeah, like you know, say what you want. Like you know, the hardware will be used better by the developers and stuff. Totally right. But well, also, most of these <laughs> games will still come out on PC. The majority of them will. Yeah. Yeah. And and in fact, and when I think they get Microsoft to PC... has has said all of them. Or all of the yeah. ones they've shown thus far, anyway. And when they get to PC, a lot of these third-party developers, in order to sell these games on PC, say things like, hey, uh, we redeveloped it for ray tracing on PC, by the way. It'll look really good. No, well, sure. the console versions could have ray tracing now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But a lot of them do that, though, of like adding stuff. like It's technical yeah, stuff. They do. Speaking of they do. Uh, Microsoft, Game Pass added Battletech. I want to throw yeah. I want to throw that out there in case people have been following this podcast and being like I should try that Game Pass thing. You could go do your trial month for Xbox Game Pass for PC and download BattleTech for a dollar and try it. And then you could be like I hate this Game Pass thing and I hate BattleTech and I'm never listening to We Were Gamers again. Or because it's good. Yeah, so or do you'll do what I'm suggesting and you'll be like First of all, Battletech's really good, and I'm glad I got to play it. And secondly, I might stay subscribed to this Game Pass thing because it is a sweet deal. Anyway. Battletech is really good, and people should play that game. Yeah. They added a lot of weird games to that Game Pass thing, but we don't need to talk about it. (sighs) You know what's disappointing is after watching those two reveals, the PC gaming show had their big event that was replacing the PC game reveals from E3. And they did not blow it out of the water either. Let's be real. That PC gaming show has been bad every year. There's never been a good year for that show. It was never good. I thought they might have more content because people needed to get their games out there. Nope. There was one good thing that came out of that show. You saw that Day 9 had gray hair? (laughs) Was that a good thing? I don't know. It makes me feel younger. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh yeah i mean you know he's older than us so yeah fair <laughs> uh also i guess you know sean plot had a hard life i guess he did he worked uh, hard yeah he still works hard he streams uh no there was one good thing that came out of that show which is something completely well it would have been completely unexpected if it had not leaked early and they released persona 4 golden on steam not only did they announced it they announced it, and it was out. Hey, I think that you said that those Persona games would not come to PC. I'm pretty sure I did say that. and uh, <laughs> Never happier I, to have been wrong. Never happier to have been wrong. <laughs> and not only did they do that, but they didn't just put it out at like $50, like however much that Vita game costs. Probably more because it's out of print now, right? Right. Sure, if you actually want a Vita copy. Right. Or like a physical copy, right? Uh, Isn't the Vita store down? I don't know if the Vita store is still up. So you probably have to buy a physical copy. If you can even buy Vitas, those are probably hard to get anyway. I don't think they make Vitas anymore. They definitely don't. Uh, Anyway, so instead of that, they charged $19.99. Not on sale? Nope. That's the full price. Okay. Wow. Good for them. Persona 4 Golden is a really good game, you guys. People should play that game. That game rules. RPG. And, yeah, uh, RPG. Uh, and beyond that, uh, you know, the, the only other platform this game ever came out on was the Vita. So this is the maybe first other why platform it's, the, it's been on. Maybe that's why it's the first one to hit Steam, because it's so hard to get a, ho- a hold of at this point. I don't think PlayStation could hold it against them. 
Well, who knows? Uh, but I will say that not only that, they did a good job in the port. You can run it at 4K. You can run it at almost arbitrary frame rates. Huh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I run it at, uh, if you run it, don't run it in exclusive full screen because then the V-Sync, for whatever reason, forces it to 60, even if your monitor is higher than that. I don't know why. I have had that problem in every game recently. I don't know what's going on. Like Civ, Halo, all those things. I have a 144 monitor and the V-Sync or G-Sync is stopping it at 60. So, uh, wait, no, no, no. V-Sync and G-Sync are different things. I Sorry, I, G-Sync is stopping it at 60. Okay. Well, if you're using G-Sync, it doesn't matter. Your frame rate is irrelevant. Why is that? Because that's what G-Sync is for, right? G-Sync it forces it to render frames at the same speed as your monitor refreshes. And so it eliminates the, like the thing you would get with like frames interpolating between the refresh. Right. Rates. So I should get 144 with G sync on. No, it doesn't make it render more frames. It means that rendering less frames isn't a problem. Oh, okay. Well, rendering less frames is a problem because I want more frames. Get a better computer or, no. uh, why is it locking into 60 more? I don't know. Some games don't support more than 60. Sometimes they have caps. Okay. Uh, this one you can turn if you turn VSync off and go borderless full screen, you will get whatever your refresh rate of your monitor is. Um, yeah, it's a really cool game, and uh, I want to commend them actually for changing the way that game works. So the first uh, the first release of that game, right? There's some like features locked behind New Game Plus. Uh, specifically, there's like a difficulty slider in that game. Oh, not just a difficulty slider, right? Like you start the game, you can choose very easy, easy, normal, hard. And I think very hard is locked. You can't pick very hard from the start. Huh. Uh, but until you beat the game, right, you load your clear file, and then in New Game Plus, you can carry stuff over or not. And then you can change, uh, you can play very hard, but you also have access to other settings where like, oh, you can just, do you want the damage you take to be greater, lesser, or normal? Do you want the money you gain to be greater, lesser, or normal? EXP, huh. uh, damage you deal. Uh, do you want to have retries during battles or only if you like retry the whole dungeon? Like the all these sliders and stuff you can set to like, you know, what it normally would be, above what it normally would be, and then um, you know, below what it normally would be. And it shows you as you tab between very easy, easy, normal, hard, like how those settings change. So that you can like customize your own difficulty level. It's like, okay, well, like I'm, I want the combat to be more challenging, but for the combat being challenging, I want more money and experience. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so you can like change those sliders anyway, which would not be possible if you just chose like you know normal or easy or whatever. So you could do like they un- very hard, yeah. but up the money instead of letting very hard lower your money. Right, yeah. So it's like, oh, this is the same settings as very hard, except my EXP is up instead of down. Smart. And that's unlocked from the beginning in this. So you don't have to do New Game Plus. It's just available as soon as you start the game. Nice. That's awesome. Especially for a game like this, which, let's be real, I've played before. (laughs) Uh, And I don't... It is a long game as well. Uh, You know, easily, you know, 40 or 50 hours if you're talking, trying to just get through, and then more if you want to go you know, do a hundred percent or whatever. So it is nice that they just let you, and they just let you do whatever you want. And I don't think there are any trophies based on beating it at various difficulties. So who cares? Put it on easy, just cruise. Who cares? <laughs> I think what they, with that price point, I think, and that feature set, you can kind of assume they came to the same conclusion that the people buying this are going to have played it before. Probably at least a large portion of that audience. Probably. Yeah. Right, it's it's a no brainer. Like, I like they announced it and I bought it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't I I don't. But have condone you people it? doing that generally? Yes. Okay. I was playing it right before we started this podcast. Actually, okay. yes, we normally I, don't. I've played several hours of it. We normally don't condone that, but uh, you you know do your do what you love, right? And if what you love is that game, it's okay. I think you can. Spend I think money. you can make an exception too, because it's not exactly a new game. Right. No, this sure. is an old game. There's a digital deluxe edition which comes with an art book and a soundtrack, and the soundtrack of this game 
does slap. So I did not get that, but that is an option for people that want that. The digital deluxe edition is $25. Oh my. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's a, that's like an amazing price. This thing was like the number one seller on Steam for like four days after they announced it. Perfect. So, yeah. Uh, just an unbelievable deal. Uh, I am, I could not be happier. I would love them to bring the newer and other games in that series to the PC as well. That would be very nice, please. I think that is a 180-degree experience compared to our Halo play. Oh, God. (laughs) It's amazing, right? Like, it's a game that is beloved, just like maybe Persona 4 is beloved, and they do not seem to have a grapple on how to treat that game and how to keep it working. Yeah, I think the keep it working part is the problem there. This game works fine i mean there are you know minor nitpicks here and there you can make with it or whatever but i mean we played we were trying to do halo 2 campaign co-op and it was just crashing over and over like literal uh crashed desktop yeah it crashed it crashed a desktop for me twice oh wow i haven't seen a game crash other times in years and the other times where it didn't crash the desktop it dropped our session and we didn't save our progress Ooh. Yeah, that that is a big problem. They need to fix that pronto. That yeah, through their servers, which are unstable, clearly, uh, you don't get to save your progress. So that when you get dropped, you start over an hour mission every time. Yeah, I the way they do co op in that game, where it doesn't allow you to save at any, at any checkpoint and requires you to start the mission from the beginning, really sucks. I can't think of why it's that way either. It doesn't make any, like, why does it have to be like that? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think maybe, Andrew, the answer is, like, we just have to play it independently and we start on the next mission or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't, like I don't, I don't think that affects that our co-op save again. at all. Uh, is it going to be separate when we go back in with co-op? Mm-hmm. God. Mm. Yep. And, I mean, because, and the reason I come to that conclusion is because we experimented with trying to have my host end, which... I don't think it's a hosted game, but my end try to start the game and I don't have a save file for us. Right? Yeah, that's right. And so I'm not sure that they transfer any information to that system, which is really strange and odd and not good. And we knew something was wrong with the servers. when we save, not co-op. We knew something was wrong with the servers when we played multi, Michael, and got the same maps over and over and over again until we turned off the map, and then it would give us a different map over and over and over again. That does not seem right. We even saw the same group of people in yeah. two of those maps, where it was uh-huh. like literally the same players. And like, I get it. If you stay in the lobby or whatever, it would just carry a bunch of them forward. But you don't get a game with like the exact same people like that. Yeah. Unless you're all just locked into it. Yeah. If it had been like an amazing game or something, I get it, but it was not close. <laughs> they they had trounced us. Man. Griffball's fun though, huh? Yeah, that was a lot of fun, dude. I enjoyed that way more than I thought I was going to. Way There's more. a mode they added to it, which is an old mode from Halo 2, Michael, called Griffball. Named okay. for uh epon epon eponymous Griff Eponymous? How do you say that word? Eponymous. 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 Yeah. Eponymous Griff from Red vs. Blue. Nice. Uh, Yeah, it's basically soccer with swords. That's the correct way. Yep. Okay. (laughs) You're playing. You're 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 playing Halo, but you can pick up the ball and run with it. It's almost. It's actually maybe more like rugby somehow, but you can throw forward, so maybe not. Anyway, whatever. You run with the ball. Uh, you're you kick slightly the ball faster forward in you... rugby, so kind of. It's maybe oh, yeah, it's yeah. more like rugby than soccer. Uh, yeah, so you can run with the ball, uh, and you have to get it into a goal on the other side of the thing. But every other person that doesn't have the ball has a sword. <laughs> and oh, no. if, you've, if you've played Halo 2, you know that sword has a little zip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could just kind of whoop and, yeah, uh-huh. and get them. Uh, you're a little faster than the people with the swords, so like, you can kind of run around. F- you can you can dodge. 
like if if one person were chasing you, they couldn't catch you if you were halfway decent at the game. Yeah, because you could stray field across that big. No, the field is short goal to goal, but the field is very wide. So if you side to side somebody, they can't keep up with you. Okay, right, and they would never get in sword range until you hit the wall, basically, right? At which point you hope that your people with the swords have caught up to you and cleared a path for you a little bit. But much, you're uh, right, JJ. It's much more like rugby, though, where there's a lot of sideways travel to get moving forward. Yeah, that, that's more what I meant. Where in terms of like soccer, you pass it up and down the field. This is a lot more like rugby, where you're going like across the field a bunch, and then all of a sudden you move forward in a big jump. Yeah, there was a few times when we tried to pass it to people, but a lot of times it's. It's one person with the ball, and you just right. kind of wait for your team to create an opening where you can either run to the goal or throw to the goal. Yeah, because trying to pass is really hard because catching it requires you to hold the button, or at least it does on on controller that I'm using. Mm-hmm. And that's not, like, it, it is hard to know how long I need to be holding the button in the air or whatever, <laughs> like, the opponent doesn't just come up and take the ball away from you, so, well, yeah review of playing halo on cherry silvers i like these keys quite a bit nice yeah especially with the dampers on them it feels like it almost gives it the feel of a non-mechanical keyboard with the reaction time of a mechanical keyboard and the the sturdiness of a mechanical keyboard without the yeah it's really nice I just don't know. If you ended up putting the dampers on anyway, why did you buy the switches that didn't have the dampers to start with, you know? They didn't it didn't have dampers on it. Yeah, but you can get switches that ha- that are quiet. Oh, instead. they don't make silvers in quiet. You just get a different color that is quiet. <laughs> I wanted silvers. Okay. I I don't remember which one the silvers are, so I can't the remember. The silvers that, are the but... new uh uh lowest activation linears lowest f- lowest force lowest or, oh, no okay. lowest lowest force nanometer lowest activation or highest activation point okay yeah so it's uh, like you just barely graze it in it you yeah goes. you barely graze them and uh they activate and they're linears but you can only get them in clicky i think got it okay whatever it's like it it's just funny to me that, like, as I know they sell their mechanical switches where their whole thing is like, these are quiet ones. Yeah, <laughs> I think like... they do browns and reds in, in silent. I don't, I couldn't remember which ones, but I tried. I don't, I don't know either, but I, I know they remember. exist. So. Anyway, yeah, I'm liking it. Okay, that's Halo. Cool. That's Halo. I have more comments on Civ Six if you guys want to hear them. Or we can just not. <laughs> I want to know what you thought was going to be ending soon in a game that never ends culture victory oh andrew yeah i didn't culture victory takes forever in every version of civ right even in civ 5 how quick was it it took so long why do i first of all why do i have to buy rock bands with religion Uh, you can buy them no. with. They're they're just like a naturalist. You can only buy them with religion. True. Why? Can't buy them with gold. No. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I understand why there's a civic that blocks allowing rock bands into your territory, even if you have open borders, which you need to yeah, have for c- culture. And rock bands are extremely powerful, so I can see why. They're very, very <laughs> powerful. And it's fine to be able to block them, but why can't I negotiate with the computer to let them open the border for the rock band? Because they don't want to lose to you doing that to them? So basically, the strategy of rock bands, you have to play with them the first time to understand that you need to build two to three rock bands and nuke everyone all at the same time because at a certain point they're going to be useless and they can't go anywhere because everyone will close their borders to rock bands. Yeah, the uh, well, it's not just rock bands that they close the border to, right? It's closed border everything. Uh, no, you can have open borders with no rock bands. Huh. 
Yeah. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, because I had a neighbor. Ugh. First of all, I played as Sparta, so I got culture for going to war and killing people. And Mongolia was right next to me. Uh, he attacked me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a lot of culture really quickly and uh, ended up doing the, you know, future tech. They have future culture where you're basically... Yeah. I, I had all maxed, promoted, uh, basically all the way, all my governors. I had more envoys than I knew what to do with. It was just like, this is silly. I'm, I have nothing to do with culture anymore. I way, you way, make- way overproduced writers. <laughs> I had, I literally parts, was- parts of my empire just had great writers just standing in them because I had nowhere to put their books. Yeah, that's the problem with the the like artifacts and stuff in that game is eventually it just becomes impossible for you to find the right combination to fit in the weird slots that you have available. Oh yeah, art museums is like, a oh, lot of work. I, I built like 500 archaeology museums and I can't find any relics. I will never ever again, I will never again build an archaeology museum, not once. It's okay to have one in your empire They're bad. somewhere. They're bad because you can't theme them. It's impossible to theme them, and no one will trade artifacts. Not a single person. Uh, you can get them to trade artifacts. I've done uh, it. I had no. But you got to give them. them also artifacts that are. Yeah, valuable I and did, the and they don't want. I don't know. I don't, I don't think don't enough people in my ones, games. Not enough people in my games have getting been getting culture enough uh, to 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 trade anything. I'm the one with all the cultural stuff, right? I've got great artists and 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 writers and musicians just sitting in my territory because I'm generating them faster than everybody else. Um, so I had to trade them problems. Yeah, seriously. I played it on, I think difficulty seven. Okay. Boy, do you have to keep a standing army no matter what? Yeah. Uh, I would, for someone playing their first game, although I don't know this, it was actually your first game. This is my second uh, of six yeah. of Civ six. I played Civ five hundreds of hours. The higher difficulties, the computer gets, angry yeah and they are mean and the barbarians don't stop it was 2007 and i was getting attacked by partisan barbarians so the barbarians show up anywhere there's unrevealed and unexplored map you know right which is weird because maybe i just didn't reveal satellites i thought there was like satellites that revealed the whole map nope that used to be a thing used to be they need to bring that and back. also it reveals the map right like you can see the outline of where all the land is or yeah. whatever but you can't see it and if no one can see it yep. that's where the barbarians come yep there's a lot so of stuff build a I boat would... and park them in the arctic <laughs> there's a lot of stuff i would still add to this game a lot of mechanics that are kind of like not quite perfect uh, i will say that uh i just thought of something you could maybe get enough spies into their territories and like overthrow their government or whatever into riots such that they're like oh then my rock band could that show you up. want maybe yeah that mm. might work or at least it would destabilize their like towns or whatever and yeah. then once the towns are in riots or whatever you would take them over because your culture is so strong oh yeah you you need the town to like want to declare liberation or whatever you can do that it's really hard i didn't think about like trying to overtake the we basically both had a a city facing off against each other on this one little peninsula. They were like the linchpin cities <laughs> where if you broke through there, you were in each other's empire, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so each one of us have our encampments and fortifications and just standing armies standing there staring at each other. I'd move two units away and then I'd see all his stuff cross the border and I'd just move my two units back, <laughs> you know? It's just silly. But I wonder if if my culture was that much more powerful than his. He was the first guy that I got a notice from that my culture was dominant over his. I wonder if I had tried to overthrow his government, if I could have just started taking his cities over. Yeah. If you can get the loyalty of his city down low enough, you'd be able to take him. There's a governor that helps with that, and yeah. then you can do it with spies, too. I think that on the higher, like, 9 and 10 difficulties, you're going to have to go for something like science that's quick or something that is very yeah. totalitarian in terms of its... I don't know if it's like just victory points, trying to win on victory points, because the amount of stuff that I had to do just on on seven that I wouldn't have had to do on five, like on difficulty yeah. five, 
you can just do the thing you want to do. Yeah. You it, never... On difficulty four, I think it's almost a guarantee win yeah. if you're playing like even marginally intelligently. Five is like the level I like to play at because I don't like to I don't want to have a terrible challenge, but a little challenge. Uh, and then above that, I find to be tedious because the computer is too good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Civ was a nice comfort for getting away from the frustrations of Halo. Michael, what have you been playing, man? Uh, what have I been playing? Um, just chugging away at more of the same stuff. Breath of the Wild. Uh, oh, cool. Playing some more of the new ukulele. All right, right on, man. Continue to report. Okay, yeah. I've I been chipping that. away at the Xenoblade every now and then too, but slow and steady there. That's interesting. I that did we all... uh, catch one last fun thing though since we last talked. Uh-oh. Bill and Ted. Oh, oh. we didn't talk about it yet. We got to talk. Okay, we got. Maybe, maybe we tease that for next week. No, no, it's fine. I have lots. Okay. I have lots to say in a short sentence. Okay. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> Indeed. Right? No more than I mean, maybe it's the movie we need. It might be. It, what's the name of that movie? Is it Bill and Ted Save the World? Face the music. Face, face the, the music. music. They have to they have to face the fact that they they blew it. They should have united the planet and they didn't. Be excellent to each other. See, be excellent to each other. I I I will watch it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I will probably watch it almost certainly. I know there's some people missing from it, but it looks like they uh, they they got they got an idea. Maybe more than that Dumb and Dumber remake has got the idea. They they think I think they know what they're trying to do. It looks they put like death in it, so they know what's going on. <laughs> they 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 know yeah. what people want. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Well, uh, if people don't want to see, no, I don't know. If you don't want to see Bill and Ted, don't email us. Controversial opinions on building peanut butter and jelly. There's what we need. Mm -hmm. Or uh, if you had different head cannon for Empanada Man. JJ. Oh, that would be. You could send those opinions to podcast at weweregamers dot com. You could also find us on YouTube. We're search for We Were Gamers on there. Uh, Hit that little subscribe and the little bell. That's good stuff. You should we'll look on when our sweet videos go up Friday at our channels for a new Star Trek pod. Ah, yeah, nice. That'll happen. Yeah, we're on social media too. Look us up there. Mm-hmm. One of these empanadas has pineapple in it. No, I'm leaving this recording. <laughs>
Needs to look cool. QED. How does the TIE fighter's wing catch on fire? Doesn't matter. Needs to look cool. QED. <laughs> There's no other discussion. That's can, the end. The can electricity, electricity can arc in space, though, right? That's just power. Uh, it has to have a medium to arc through. Yeah. So that works on the ground, but probably not in space. Now it might arc along the outside of the uh, casings, the hull. So let's say let's say the engine's damaged and it's all blown up and stuff. You could have like electricity arcing on the damaged engine. That would still look cool. Again, it wouldn't really arc though. Okay, I mean, you know what I mean. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to be over critical from just from a trailer, but it didn't give me a good vibe. And like you said, I mean, I, I saw the writer of the game make a post that was like, hey, I'm writing this thing. And I was like, okay, okay. can you say how long it is? No response. Nah. Which is fine. Um, it's Twitter, right? Um, they don't yeah. owe me a response. He wrote a game. There's some single yeah. player element. It might be good. I don't know, but it's not going to be very long. <laughs> 